0: what's up y'all welcome to another episode of the misguided goddess podcast this is the misguided goddess Sion sisters how y'all feel brothers y'all all all right well i hope that y'all have been amazing since my last episode i'm so excited about this episode this is episode 50 I'm so excited. I'm so proud of myself. I'm so thankful for y'all to still even be listening to me 50 episodes later. I've just been like looking at things and like listening to old pods. And I'm just like, man, first of all, I can't believe that y'all really just be listening to me pondering off like this. (laughs) But thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And thank you all so much for like following up with me and responding to me. It really 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 and truly does Mean a lot to me not to only know that Y'all are listening but like that a lot of Y'all are really resonating I've had People like quote my podcast to me And just Say like oh you Inspired me with this episode or when you Said this it resonated with me like This I love that so If y'all ever feel a way like that Listening to my podcast Go ahead on and let me know tweet me DM me you know what I'm saying Email me I'm available go on and do it you are more than welcome to but I'm so excited and I have I wrote out this episode like two weeks ago and I was like oh I'm so ready to record this but I'm sorry to record it but it was something that was like you know what wait I'm not finished yet I'm gonna finish it. I still had a little bit more research to do and when I say re- I always call this research but my research consists of me like listening to videos listening to podcasts and reading and of course that's research but I just call it that cuz it's it's well, anyway um so I was doing research and I came across this video where they were talking about passion and being passionate about something and I, I really really resonated with that and I was like that's what I want to talk about on a podcast on episode 50 is passion and being passionate about things not necessarily in a see when we growing up I can say at least in America you know our culture is very sexualized so it teaches you Passion in a sexual way, as like a sexual energy, and it doesn't have to be. And I'm here to teach y'all that because, like I said, we grew up in a very sexualized culture. You know, we grew up in a culture that sex sells. So, in marketing, more than anything, we've been seeing sex, 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 and sex is sex is a um oh how do I want to say this it's an energy transfer, right? So y'all know that I took a vow celibacy in 2020. And with that, I learned how to transmute my energy. So it's like all of that. And so it's like all of that energy that you would have been pouring out like sharing and sharing with someone else instead of you actually sharing it with yourself you're keeping it inside of yourself and then you're transmuting it to something else like you're putting that energy into something else so i'll give you all an example when i was i think i was maybe eight months in i was eight months in and this is when I decided that I'm going to walk around my neighborhood for exercise and listen to an audio book, you know, exercise my mind and my body at the same time. And one day, I, 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 I do a, um, I do a cycle tracker. So I always know, like, when am I PMSing, when am I fertile, when am I this, when am I that, right? So this one particular day I remember I walked but I walked for like an extra hour no I'm lying that's not what happened I walked for like 45 minutes and then I still had a lot of energy and I was just like you know you know what I want to ride my bike so I walked back home I got my bike I rode my bike for an hour I got back home and I still felt energized but it wasn't Like oh I need to go run or I need to go work out I wanted to write Like I just got this overwhelming sensation To write and write and write and write and write and write and write write. I wrote so much that day I sat in my backyard And I just wrote for like two or three hours And after that I took a bath And I went to sleep (laughs) <laughs> but it was the best day that I had had in at least the past well at that time in the past three years and I was like oh this is what they are talking about when they say you transmute your energy oh this is it because it's like okay when you are you take a vow of celibacy and it may not be like this for everybody it just kind of depends on I mean how much sex were you having you know how many energy transfers were you having you know and what else are you putting your energy into so it's different for everybody but at this time I wasn't having tra- energy transfers with anybody I didn't even have the 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 those feelings you know like I I just I wasn't interested um I, oh yeah no I just I, I couldn't say that I was so it's like that day though, I was, uh, I was, was that the first, it was the second day. It was the second day of my fertility, fertility? is that what I want to say? Yeah. my. It was like the second day my fertility window was open. Right. So, you know, those are the days where you really have the energy. Like if you are going to try to get pregnant, like those are the days that you're going to get pregnant. So those days, your energy is, it's a lot higher you know, it's a, it's a lot higher those days, but this thing, I had never felt anything like that ever, ever, ever in my life. It was so freeing yet calming and relaxing. Cause it's like, yeah, I'm talking about energy. So you're think, probably picturing like, working out at the gym and sweating and running and breathing no it wasn't like that even though I was walking and riding my bike when I ride my bike I'm not speeding I'm cruising like I got a cruiser I don't have no nah my bike is for chill chilling purposes I like to chill everything I do I like to chill if I'm working out I'm chilling and for me working out is yoga and like to me, my, my working out is like me being in PE class in elementary school Like, you're working out for 30 minutes doing your jumping jacks, your sit-ups, squats But I also do a... I also do yoga So, yoga to me is actually the workout The jumping up and down and shit That's just me kind of building up my heart rate But anyway, getting off track Uh, Anyway So... I wanted to just bring that up and kind of get y'all a picture of exactly what I was talking about. So I want to talk about that feeling that I was saying when you feel that. Oh, it's like a, it's like a force, like a burst of adrenaline. It's like that feeling is like exhilarating. Yeah, I think that's the word I want to say. Exhilarating. Um. I don't want to compare it to like the sensation or the feeling of something that is orgasmic. But when you are, I'm going to compare it like this when you are pouring into your craft and it's something that you are passionate about and you pour into it and you finally see that final work, when you know this is it, this is done and you see it, that feeling, unmatched, okay, that feeling is unmatched, it's unmatched, it's unmatched, it's unexplainable, that feeling, that sensation, the knowing, like, I did this, I built this, I grew this, I learned this, I practiced this, I studied this, I painted this, I drew this, I edited this. I created this. Just. Those who know, know. The creatives know. The creatives definitely know. The creatives know. And the creatives know because they know that energy that I'm talking about. And they know that passion that I'm talking about. And. One thing that I can say I was really passionate about in 2021, just to kind of give y'all an example, I learned that it was possible for you to learn how to make journals and notebooks and workbooks and create books. And I was like, oh, anybody can do this? So Tunnel Vision, I studied, I practiced, I created and you all saw the result of it with my manifestation journals and my daily writing journals and I remember getting my first box of manif it was well actually I put those all out at the same time so I, I ordered my author's copies all together in one bunch but it was like I got one book each of the ones that I created. And I remember getting them and I was like, I got them in the mail and I was like, damn, this box, I what this is? Because I'm the kind of person where I'm going to order something and then I'm going to kind of forget. And then when it comes, it's like, ooh, a present. <laughs> but this particular day, I got the box and I sat on my bed and I opened it and I cried. I'm, I feel like I'm about to cry right now. Just bringing it up again. I cried so hard. I cried so hard. I just sat in my room. I didn't show nobody. And I sat on my bed and I just cried because the feeling of seeing my actual work in a physical form, something that I created. Y'all, I created them notebooks on my phone. I don't really tell everybody that, but I mean, I don't. I, it's, not, it's not something that I don't tell because it's a secret. It's something I don't tell because I never had the opportunity to say it. I created those notebooks on my phone. Literally on my cell phone, on my little tiny iPhone 8 that I had for like three years. And I just, I couldn't stop crying. Because it's like, at that time, not only was I creating that on my phone, I'm creating this on my phone. In 2009 is when the Cardi 3 came out. No, no. Mm, I was about to tell my age. Well, Y'all know how old I am. I don't know why I always say that. Y'all know how old I am. Um, I was born in 91. Anyway, we're not getting into that. <laughs> 2008. I can't remember what year the Carter three came out. But anyway, there's a song when Wayne said... Um, Closing million dollar deals on my iPhone... And I don't know, that just really stuck with me. It resonated with me. And that made me think of my phone differently. That made me think of my phone as a tool. So in 2011, 2012, I actually was in college on my phone. I'm doing online classes from my phone. I had a computer at that time. What kind of computer did I have at that time? Um, I think I did still have my MacBook, but it was just easier, easier to access, uh, like, Blackboard and shit like that from my phone. I'm, like, on the bus coming from class on my phone doing my homework. I'm on the bus on my way to work doing my phone on my homework. Doing, doing my phone on my homework. Doing my homework on my phone. So, yeah, I was really taking college courses on my cell phone. So, to go from that to go to this and I couldn't, it's, I don't want to say I couldn't believe it, it blew my mind that this really happened, and I was like, wow, like, okay, God, like, this will be doing, all right, bet, this will be doing, and I just remember opening the box, and touching the books, and flipping through every one of them and i bust out crying again when i got to the last page of the journals these journals were printed on my birthday and i was like oh my god oh my god like i don't know what i thought that was but i just kept screaming oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god and crying of course and then i went in my mama room and i showed her my books and my mama looked at me and she just smiled and she was like i'm so proud of you i'm so proud of you like because y'all don't understand and well some people who listen to the podcast and the get it y'all understand cuz y'all remember like when i was you know going through my tough time to get here and That feeling was just incredible. It was nothing that I had ever felt before. Not saying that my mom never told me she was proud of me before. That's not what I'm talking about. That just was an add on because I just wanted to tell y'all that because I, of course, I went in my room and started crying again. But (laughs) the feeling that I'm talking about was me actually seeing my products. And then I got to talk about it on my podcast. And. These past two years, when I say I didn't cry my head off, I didn't cry my head off like I didn't dead up some crying tears of joy mostly because I finally figured out things that I was passionate about, and that's the reason why I really wanted to talk about this on the pod today because in these past uh two weeks or so, me and my therapist have been talking about, um, about growing in visions and passions and things that I am passionate about. And it's not that I didn't know what I was passionate about. It was that I was having a hard time putting it together and kind of yeah, kind of putting it together, like putting the puzzle pieces together. It was like, I don't know if I ever used this um, explanation on the pie before, but I remember talking about this while I was talking about therapy and I do feel like I, I did say this on here, but just in case I didn't, I felt as though, as if I had all of these puzzle pieces, but I didn't have the box that the puzzle came in, so I couldn't see the vision, you know? But I was too close to it. That's what that's what it was. I was too close to it. You know how sometimes you are like right up against a problem. And you can't see the bigger picture. Because you can only see the one tiny thing in front of you. That was kind of a space where I was in creative creatively. And I, I knew that I wanted to do my part. Po- like this episode was so special to me. This is why it took me so long to put it out because I knew what I wanted to talk about. I knew what I wanted to share. But on the outside of that, it was some things that didn't come all together for me just yet. So I just I had to wait. I had to be patient. And I'm not giving y'all nothing that I'm not going to be proud to say I put that episode out. So just know that with every episode that I did put out, I was proud to put it out. I was proud to have those conversations. I was proud to talk about whatever it was that I talked about. There's nothing that I've ever said on my podcast that I was ashamed to say. There's nothing on my podcast that I ever said that I I was afraid that people would know about me. I use my podcast to be as transparent as possible. And I learned very early on with my podcast that that's what people wanted. One of the very first comments, compliments, not comments, compliments that I got on my podcast was I love your transparency. That was the best compliment that I had gotten up to that point. And I mean, no shade to that compliment because thank you to the person who said that to me. That wasn't shade. It was, I said up to that point because I've gotten so many more amazing compliments and I appreciate them all. Like, cause they definitely let me know y'all are listening. <laughs> y'all are listening. Y'all are taking my advice. Yeah, this is helping somebody. And that is what I wanted to use my podcast for. Like, this is a platform and I want to use my platform to talk about something. And I don't want to be talking about just any old thing. I want to talk about something that's going to inspire somebody to change their life. I want to talk about some things that's going to inspire people to grow, inspire, inspire people to heal, inspire people to love. It was eleven, eleven when I said that just now on, on my time clock, <laughs> and y'all know I am into numerology and things, so you know that did just mean a lot. But I'm I'm rambling now, and let me get back to my point. My point in seeing all of this, um, as far as the passions go, I it's 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 not an easy journey trying to figure out what your passions are. So if you're not there yet. Be patient with yourself and be gentle with yourself because it is going to come. And when it comes, oh, you're going to know that that's it because it's not going to feel the same as anything else that you've ever worked on. It's not going to feel the same as anything else you've ever put your energy into. And a lot of people have a lot of different passions. Um, For instance, not only... Am I passionate about my podcast and I'm passionate about learning and I'm passionate about people's healing and self-love journey and growth and things. I mean, I'm passionate about music. I'm passionate about meditation. I'm passionate about my tarot. Like, that is one gift that I'm truly passionate about because I I truly feel like that's a gift from God. I feel like that was... Like, I I was having a conversation with my best friend yesterday, and I was telling her about um, something that I was feeling passionate about. And I was like, and this was before I even knew I could do tarot readings. Like, this was before I even, it took me a long time for tarot. Um, I know that I talked on an episode about tarot when I said my deck called out to me. And that's true, it did. But then i got I graduated from the first deck and I got another deck, and it took me a while to kind of get used to that deck f- to me because I was only doing readings on myself, and I've come to realize that I'm not really the kind of reader who can always do readings on myself <laughs> on myself and my my therapist she's very spiritual too, so she kind of explained that to me like that's just a thing like not everybody can always do tarot on themselves because it's not like that's that's not the way that you meant to get your message that time and for other spiritual people they'll understand um better than you know some people who not really familiar with tarot and stuff like that who are listening and you're welcome still thank you and if you are interested in the tarot reading you know send me a dm we can get that lined up but I'm not, i'm not trying to sell y'all nothing this early in the episode you know i keep all that to the end Um, I didn't really, I didn't really see that the tarot was resonating with me at that time, because at that time I was getting most of my messages from spirit through dreams. So it kind of just goes back and forth for me. I can't, I don't know how it is for everybody else. I can't really speak for nobody else but myself, but that's how it is for me. Sometimes it just goes back and forth. But then I started doing readings for my friends and, then I started doing readings for some of my cousins and then some of my siblings asked and then my mom asked and I remember in my mom's first reading it was something about her life changing and then she was going to be traveling in like the next two or three months she had gotten a new car the travel wasn't that much but she did have to travel to go get her car um and it resonated for her and that's how she kind of knew that it was real but my mom probably won't ever say this, but I know that she feels it because my mom, a lot of people don't know this, but my mother is actually a um, ordained, like ordained elder is what it's called, an ordained elder minister. It's like, I think it goes minister, it's something minister, elder and I don't I don't know what comes after elder, but my mom's an elder, like she's a pastor. So, um, not really a pastor either, cause she doesn't have a church. But you know, my mom preaches at my uncle's church a lot. My uncle is a pastor. My mother is a preacher as well. So I guess that's what would be the correct titles there. But yeah, my mom's an ordained elder, licensed in the state of Louisiana, and so I grew up in the church a little bit uh, when my uncle was studying his fellowship, like his Christian journey and everything like that. I used to go to a Bible study with him a lot, and I used to go to church with him a whole lot, so I learned a lot, but what got me out of the church was that I started having all of these questions and nobody could answer them, and it turned me off from that, but through spirituality and me taking just my own journey... I learned all the questions that I had I got answers for, so it's just it was different for me, and that was something else that I was passionate about. I was passionate about having that spiritual connection because my whole life I grew up believing that there is something greater than us, there's something outside of us, there's something bigger than us, and I didn't understand at of of course i'm I'm talking when I'm saying growing up. I'm literally talking before I was 10 years old. Like, so, you know, your brain ain't fully formed until you're damn near 20. So you could only imagine I'm just an open book at this time. I'm just learning all kind of stuff and learning all these Bible studies and learning all of these laws and rules and regulations. A lot of the rules didn't make sense to me. A lot of stuff didn't make sense to me. And I mean, that's because. All right, we're going to, I'm going to just say it. They use that book to brainwash people a lot. They use that book to control people and it shouldn't be used like that. That book is a guide. It, it was used incorrectly. It was used as a tool for brainwashing instead of used as a tool, as a book to show you all the history and let you all know, like, yeah they talk about living a righteous path and this is how you should live but this the even though the times are different a lot of those principles are the same so it's kind of like that's why sometimes religion is hypocritical and that's the reason why i didn't stay on a religious path i wasn't passionate about that i was passionate about growing closer to the spirit of god like that's what i was passionate about and that's what i did and that's what i've been doing um even before the celibacy, like I already, actually, to me, the celibacy didn't have anything to do with the spirituality. The celibacy had to do more so with me and my identity. Uh, but it, I guess at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter how you get there as long as you get there. <laughs> um, but me learning more about that and keeping my, that like one of my passions was to learn about that and learn as much as I can about that. It opened up other doors for me and other opportunities for me. And it taught me other things that I was passionate about. And that's, again, how I'm here now. So I'm going to I feel like I've talked enough about that. So I want to kind of I took a lot of notes because I want to talk to y'all about y'all's passion. This is my letter to creatives and entrepreneurs, because I am a creative. I am an entrepreneur. I got a lot going on, (laughs) y'all. a lot going on. But I'm, I'm fulfilled with these things. And it's a way that I'm fulfilled that is different. It's different. It's not the same as when you're fulfilled after reading a good book or fulfilled after watching a good documentary. It's not like that. It's like this I can't lie y'all and my body be tingling like my whole body be tingling like the whole thing and not in an anxious way and we're gonna talk about anxiety with you know this as well because sometimes at at one point I did learn that my body had a hard time to di- um uh, differentiate I couldn't get the word out my body had a hard time telling the difference between anxiety and excitement but we're we're gonna get to that okay So when there's something that you're passionate about, some people, y'all already, y'all already there. Y'all already know y'all passions. Y'all already know what gets you excited, what gets you going, what gets you out of bed in the morning, what motivates you, what inspires you. If you don't know yet, I'm going to tell y'all how you can learn this. I was, okay, I was getting into the story of me with my podcast and me with my therapist. Okay, so. I wanted to talk more about me being passionate about my podcast because one thing that is my goal for this year is to grow my podcast more. I want to have more people. Like I have big goals for the podcast. I know we talked about it already for this year and I just want y'all to know that yeah I am. I'm working on it and I had to find some things that inspired me for my podcast. Like I started looking at other people's podcasts and I know a lot... I'm going to say this. I had this conversation again. Shout out to DJ Kelly Green over at Sonic League Radio. We were having a conversation about looking at other people's and people in their career and comparing yourself and how sometimes we view that as a negative thing. It is a negative thing. If you look at another person's career and where they are and their path, and then you Compare where you are in your path to that person and their journey when that wasn't your journey. We only feel unmotivated or feel bad or unhappy when we're on paths that's not for us. When TLC said don't go chasing waterfalls, they was actually trying to save y'all. Because if you go chasing waterfalls, you're going to end up exactly where you shouldn't be. Well, not even where you shouldn't be. I don't want to use the word should or shouldn't. You're going to end up exactly where you don't want to be. You may end up broke, busted, and disgusted because you was out here chasing waterfalls. That wasn't for you. It wasn't for you. That wasn't your gift. You don't have every, you don't have, we don't all have Beyonce's gifts. We don't. Beyonce can inspire us. And Beyonce is one of the women who I I use her all the time because she inspires me. I've watched that woman's career since I was, Beyonce came out in 97 since I was six years old. I watched her career I I watched a interview recently where her mother was saying how when she was eight nine years old she was arranging the vocals of the girls and the girl that is passion that's inspirational so yeah Beyonce definitely does inspire me and whenever I think oh I don't have enough time to do this I don't have enough time to do Beyonce got 24 hours in her day we all watched Homecoming. We seen that. We seen what she was doing. We seen how she spent her twenty-four hours. We seen that. That's inspirational. You use that as an inspiration. You don't use that as uh 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 oh 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 I'm about to kill it. I'm about to sneeze y'all. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm one take jaking this. Y'all already know I ain't editing nothing out. So Oh, and uh, y'all know in New Orleans, they say if you sneeze while you're telling something, you know it's the truth. So, period. Period. Anyway. So, I always say, I look at her and I'm just like, if I know that somebody can work that much and put that much into her craft and her that that's passion like you're getting to see that raw passion and that's another reason why I I like when she does her uh documentaries like that and that's another reason why I love the Kanye West doc genius like we're getting to see we okay so with the Kanye West doc, I'll say this I think that it's amazing that we got to see the final product and now we're getting to see the behind the scenes I grew up in the time where we were watching the making of the videos and getting to go behind the scenes and the MTV diaries. So I've always been interested in seeing how it works and seeing what y'all are doing. And then, cause I mean, I appreciate the final art. <laughs> I appreciate it, but it's interesting to see the work that you put into it and how hard you going for it. And I I cried on the first episode of Kanye's documentary when he was in the Rockefeller offices playing them his song and You could see him pouring out and pouring out and you could see them not being receptive at all. That had to hurt in that moment, but that didn't stop him because he knew what he had. And it also reminds me of Master P when he was like, if I know somebody willing to pay me a million dollars, I know I'm worth more than that. Nobody hasn't offered me a million dollar check yet, but I already know I'm worth more than a million dollars because I made it my business to become as valuable a person as possible. And I'm not doing that for other people. I did it for myself, but I'm seeing that it's working out for the people in my circle. I learned something. I'm putting you on to it. Oh, I, I learned this. And then we have a, I had a conversation with my friend about um, something that he was passionate about. And I was like, man, you know, what's crazy. I was watching a video yesterday and randomly they were talking about that. <laughs> so it goes into it like that, and I love being that person for people. So that's that's amazing to me. Like I said, my passion is to help others heal, guide people to self love, and inspire you to man believe in yourself and go after your fucking dreams, man. That's that's I, I I love that for y'all, and I hope that everybody that is listening is taking these words into like. Well, Sian said, I I I love that Sian said. I could do this and I said, I can do that. Yes, Sion did and yes, you can. And I believe you can and God believes you can. We all have a purpose here. God put us all here with a purpose. We all came here with a purpose. Before we left heaven, our soul signed a contract and said, this is my purpose and this is what I'm going to the world to do. This time I reincarnate. And we have to learn to stay true to that. A lot of us not staying true to that. And that's why a lot of people... Not where they should be. Not, sh- damn it! I keep doing with the should. A lot of a lot of people are not where they are supposed to be because they went off on this other path. But that's because we have free will. So even even the people, who, if you have gone off on the wrong path, it is not too late for you to get onto your right path. It's not at all, <laughs> unless you in prison. Then probably yeah, but. Even sometimes people like cause I've I've been listening to these like testimonies and people do find their path. And pr- my uncle found his path in prison. Like it took for him to go down that route to get to where he needed to be. And my uncle tell y'all in a heartbeat. His story. He'll tell y'all his story in a heartbeat. OK, he don't mind telling y'all, but he's on a righteous path now. And he knows that he's where he's supposed to be now. And he's changed so many people's lives that, I mean, he right where he's supposed to be. He definitely changed my life. I could definitely say that. Like, that's one thing I can definitely say. I love me my uncle. Like, I love him. <laughs> because thinking about why I, I told my uncle when I was like eight, nine years old. I told you, I know I told y'all, I used to want to sing. I wanted to be a singer. And that was another reason why I was watching Beyonce's career so hard. I wanted to be a singer. And I wanted to practice those notes, and I used to watch uh, Destiny's Child, Mariah Carey, and Whitney Houston. Those are the voices that I wanted to sound like, so I used to watch those, listen to their music, try to redo their... Like I used to sing like them. I didn't used to sing like myself. I would sing like them. Like I would hit the note like them instead of doing it like myself. So my uncle took me to church, and he was like, "If you want to sing, it, just sing in the choir." And I went to choir rehearsal, I went to choir practice and everything like that. So I'm learning all of this stuff there. Um, another thing I did, I started to do uh, speech classes. And, but my speech classes were, was through my school. Like, I, I asked to do them. They, they was like, oh, well, we have speech classes. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> so I never was afraid to, like, get on stage and talk in front of people. I've never been afraid to do any of that because I've been doing this since I was little. Like, I've been doing this since elementary school. I've actually been doing this since before elementary school now and I think about it because my aunt my auntie used to have these parties, man, and these parties was big parties, like always a production, still a production to this day. But this one year, it was for Christmas. Whatever well, year We Can't Be Friends by RL and Deborah Cox came out, they let me sing it on the mic at the party. I sung both parts. And I'm like I don't remember what year that song came out, but I remember being under 10 and nobody could not let alone know that like nobody couldn't believe that not only did I sing the song, but I knew all the words to the song. That's what kind of blew people's mind. And I got older and I was listening to the song and I bust out laughing because it was this one part at the end. And I was like, Oh, um, when he say, um, a part of my past that didn't last, but it's not that simple, baby. Deborah Cox says that part. I didn't know that that's what she said. I didn't know she said past. I thought she said pants. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but anyway. And everybody just was around me and they couldn't believe it. Like I could it in their faces. And I remember my mama just laughing. Like my mama couldn't believe that I sung in front of everybody. But my auntie gave me the opportunity because they couldn't believe. They heard me sing the song in the car. And my auntie couldn't believe it. And she was like, oh, you're going to sing this at my party? And I'm like, yep. And she was like, you're going to sing. You're going to sing this song? Yep. Yep. And I did. (laughs) So me being a public speaker is nothing new to me, (laughs) y'all. And then it's just like everything, all, all things work together is something that Kirk Franklin said on a song. And I didn't hear it out right until 2021 because that's when I noticed all things work together. I had all these little puzzle pieces but I didn't see the picture. Like I had the puzzle like I said, I had the puzzle pieces but the box that my puzzle pieces came in was just this this it was just a box and it was a brown box that was it, just a brown box. It didn't have no picture on it or nothing. So I had to put it together so I could see the vision (laughs) so That's what I've been working on. And what I want to talk about first with creatives and my entrepreneurs is time. Y'all, we have 24 hours in a day. I talk about self-care, self-love and meditation with y'all every day because we got 24 hours in a day. There is a way for us to manage our time to get enough sleep, to eat, to work. And to pour into our passions now I'm gonna say right now I'm feeling a little hypocritical because I wrote this weeks ago and now I've been feeling like on the fence because I have been like I have a day job and I've been like mm, I don't want to do this day job no more because it's getting in the way of me pouring into my career shall I say no I don't even want to say career because then that makes it sound like work and I don't feel like this is work I I enjoy doing this. I enjoy my doing my podcast, and I enjoy I enjoy working on what I'm working on. Let's let me say that. I'll just say that because it's a lot, y'all. I got, it's when it all comes out, y'all gonna be like, damn. See, that's what that's what it was. Okay, and y'all gonna understand why I say it. it's just it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's structured, but it's a lot. And the way that before I got the day job, the way that I was structuring my time was. For each one of my passions, I will pour this amount of time in this day to this, this amount of time to this day in this. But I'm not going to lie to y'all. I got off track. Okay, I did. A lot of things got me off track. And the thing with me is I can get off track and I'll be off track for like a month and then I'll just get back on track. A lot of people get off track and then they'll be off track for like six months and then they'll get back on track. It does not matter how long of a rest you take as long as you get back on track. Okay, because I t- I bought up time because we we another thing America taught us hustle 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 we gotta hustle. I watched um I'm currently watching the show Black Love. It came on OWN network uh, like three or four years ago. And this man said his he learned that a man is to uh find a find a wait he's ah. He said, not in any order, find a wife, find a job, find a hustle, build a family. That's what a man is supposed to do to him. Of course, I'm not saying that those was his words. Um, But when he said, find a job, find a side hustle, I'm like, damn, that's really the black man's plight in America because that's not the first time I heard that. <laughs> that's not the first time I heard that, you know? So we've all been, we've always been taught to just hustle 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 work, work 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 like I'll say when I when I was younger I was taught that when you get older you you get a job my mama used to have two jobs when I grew up and I didn't see an issue with that because that was my life so you know of course growing up you never see an issue with things because you think that's just how it is like because that's all you know so when I got to be fuck it 18 working two jobs I'm like oh I don't like this and then, of course, school came. So one job I quit, but I had one job and I was in school. It was always that I had to be working, had to be working. That shit ain't for me. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. I'm not a worker bee. I'm not. That's just, It's not. I'm not of that life. It's not a lifestyle for me. Yes, I'm an entrepreneur. But again, the things that I want to do doesn't feel like work to me. Don't. It just don't. It just don't it comes naturally to me. It's flowing to me because this is what I'm passionate about and this is my calling. This is my purpose. At this point, I'm I'm living in my purpose. And y'all, we're not gonna talk about purpose on this episode because I actually want to dedicate one full episode to purpose, what purpose is and finding your purpose because a lot of people get stuck in trying to figure that out because it's it's hard to see sometimes again because Again, back to my puzzle piece. We have those puzzle pieces, and we don't necessarily know how to put those puzzle pieces together to build ourselves up so that we can understand what our purpose is. But I couldn't talk about passions without bringing up purpose, because once you know your purpose, ooh, and you get passionate about your purpose, ooh, we hey, man, ooh, woo, talk about a game changer, ooh. Oh, and I get that, you know, some of us, we do have to work, 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 work because bitch not to call y'all bitches. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. It jumped out. Shit is expensive. <laughs> Everything is expensive. Okay. Inflation is a motherfucker. Everything is expensive. And I hate that about America right now. I'm not even going to get into the war, but America, my y'all business, we can't afford it. We can't afford it, y'all. Mind y'all business. We can't afford it. It ain't in the budget. It ain't in the budget. It ain't in the budget for us to go try to save nobody. It just ain't in the budget. It ain't. It ain't. These people get on the news all the time telling y'all we're in trillion dollar debt, but y'all want to be mad at me for being in fucking $40,000 worth of student loan debt? No. 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 We can't afford it. Because if we can't afford to pay our student loan debt, then, and y'all can't afford to pay y'all trillion dollar debt, how the... Everything is expensive, y'all. Light bill high, water bill high, food high, food is a shortage. Everything high. And y'all want people to keep on having all these children. Everything high, y'all. Everything high. So, yeah, I understand. I do. I do. I do. I definitely understand. I understand. But remember last year when we talked about the 1%? When we said if you give 1%, 1%. So if you stop by just learning about what you want to learn about, just get the book, get the book. One thing I did when I used to go to Delgado, well, this was after I stopped going to college because I learned, I just, I got to the point where I was just like, you know what? That's not my learning technique. That's, that's, that, that learning technique ain't for me. I, I try my best. I learned a lot. Don't get me wrong. I learned a lot. That was the one cool thing I loved about college. I got to learn whatever I wanted to learn. And I did. And that's basically all you do all your life. You continue on learning. Um, oh, what was I about to say? I bought up college. I got off track with bringing up college. So I'm trying to backtrack. I brought up college because I was going to say. I used to look at. Things that I was interested in. So, for instance, one thing I'm really interested in is baking. I'm not passionate about becoming a baker, but I seen this episode of being Mary Jane where her aunt, where her cousin, well, no, it was her niece. Her niece was like, oh, auntie, can you make me this cake? Please make me a famous cake, blah, blah, blah. And in my family, I was like, okay, so I already make everybody in my family cakes for their birthday. So now if I learn how to make cute cakes, it's going to be even better. Baking became something that I was interested in. So I looked up intro to bakery baking it looked up the intro to baking at Delgado and I looked at the books that they needed. Got the books. Now I learned how to bake some stuff. Then I got some piping equipment. Like people bought me piping tools for my birthdays. So one year my mom bought me like a pan like a like a, a box of different pans and stuff like that. So that was one way of me knowing something that I was interested in doing and trying to see if I was passionate about it. So that's why I just say, start with the books because it's easier to start there. Read it, practice it, read it, practice it, read it, practice it. My first job, (coughs) my first job was at my first real job. Was at uh because you know I had a lot of little hustles and thing. Was at churches, churches chicken. In the Seminole, on Saint Bernard. Shout out to the Seminole! I learned so much. I love the Seminole, y'all. That's I love the Seminole in Orleans. Oh, I do, I just do, I just do. But I I went to school there. I worked there for a long time. So, a part of my heart is always going to be in the Seminole. So anyway, their training was. Read, watch, repeat. Read, watch, repeat. Read, watch, repeat. That training stuck with me because that was already how I was learning stuff anyway. You know, like that's how I learned at school. We read it in a book. We watched the teacher do it. And then we repeated her do it. But we kept repeating it. Read, watch, repeat. Start there. If you're passionate about Engineering, You're going to learn about engineering. You're going to watch videos on engineering. You're going to repeat what you learn. You learned it in a book. Then you've seen it with your eyes. And then now you're going to never do it. Right? You're going to repeat it now. All right? So that's a way for y'all to start out finding what your passions are. Now, the way that you find your pa- what your passions are, think about what are you already interested in. If right now you're very unhappy with where your life is, think about the one thing in your life that you actually like doing and expand on that. Oh, you don't like doing nothing in your life? Then go back to your childlike mind. Open your head. Be receptive and learn something. Okay? Just start practicing. These are this is where art classes come into play kickboxing comes into play uh piano lessons come in uh what else we got YouTube University hello it's free it's free they have so much stuff you can I learned how to do so much stuff on YouTube that I wanted to be a YouTuber for a long time and that's something that i'm kind of still going back and forth with cuz i don't know 100% yet if i want to be in front of the camera. I I don't think that i have an issue with being in front of the camera. I just think that i haven't done it yet, really. It's really just what i think that is, so i'm still kind of working through that. But i learned so much on YouTube that i wanted to make a YouTube to teach people how to do stuff. <laughs> like remember on the like first episodes where i was doing the adulting 101? I wanted to make that a part of my YouTube channel. I just never got around to doing it, you know? So, I'm just I'm again still something that could be in the works. I just haven't decided yet. If I'm very passionate about that. <laughs> uh, I think I am though. So, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll see. y'all will oh, trust me. Y'all will be the first ones to know. Now, with that cuz we talked about time, I want to carry on. Now we're going to talk about production. Because we said rewatch, repeat. Now the repeat. A lot of us are gonna stay in that repeat cycle for a while because it's gonna take time to perfect our craft. Now all of the time, I say perfect. You don't have to perfect it before you put it out. It just depends on what it is, right? Like for instance, if it's music, you're not gonna put out a song that's not mixed and mastered. You you're not gonna do that. Yeah, sometimes people's samples and snippets, they hit. Look at scissor. Sometimes they hit. Look at Frank Ocean. Sometimes they hit. But not all the time do those people say... I'm going to put this... Even, like, for instance, I, I say, look at Scissor. Scissor put out a snippet of something and then it was turned into a song, but then they had to perfect it. Because they had to go back in and mix it and master it so that they can put it out. Because... It's not that you can't do that. It's that a lot of artists don't want to do that because they want it to sound that that sound. They want it to sound like a song. I've heard people's songs where it wasn't mixed and mastered yet. And that's the, it don't sound like a song. So if that's not the song that you're going for, then go ahead and put it out. But if you want it to sound like a song, put pour more time into your craft. If you don't have anybody who can mix it and master it for you, People selling courses now. They have courses that you can take and YouTube is free. Start learning how to do it. So then you can go back and do that yourself. Or even if you can't learn how to do it, then maybe you getting into those spaces will put you in the same space with somebody who does know how to do it. And then that way you can build you a team. Teams are important. If you're going to be an entrepreneur learn from me. This is my 10th year being an This year makes 10 years of me being an entrepreneur. <laughs> the shit is hard when you're doing it by yourself. Okay. It's harder when you're doing it by yourself. It just is. You're the only one to depend on for decisions. You're the only one to depend. You make all the final decisions. Like you, everything is on you. However, if you have a team, then yes, you can have a, this creative outlet. You can have I mean, not creative outlet. You can have others creative input, not saying that you have to have this and do, but just trust me on this teamwork, make the dream work. And then think about it like this. You have something that you're passionate about. You have this gift, right? And okay, I'm going to use this time. I'll use Oprah because Oprah is one of my inspirations. God gave Oprah a gift. Oprah started reading poems and speaking in church when she was three, right? She was taught, I was watching this Oprah interview and she was talking about how she got to start her own production studio. She was like, I can't afford that. Her manager was like, nah, you can afford this at this time. So she already has a team because she got a publicist, a manager, you know, Then she started talking about how this was a part of her purpose in life. And it was a part of of her purpose in life. And not only that, she wanted to help people and she wanted to inspire people. Man, Oprah have Harpo Studios. You know how many people she employ? That's giving so many people the opportunity to follow their passion. Like imagine a director's imagine the cameramen the lighting guys those like lighting engineers they be really passionate about that like and and it shows in the lighting on whatever it is whether it be a show or a picture people really feel deep about their work and she's giving people those opportunities to do that and i think that that's amazing so it's like sometimes it's a blessing to be a blessing and sometimes you Get your blessing and then that opens the door for you and gives you the opportunity to bless other people. And that is a blessing. She she had that opportunity and she went after that opportunity. That was a opportunity definitely was a blessing because she was first black woman to do. okay, first black female millionaire in America. Like, come on now. I'm talking this 1991 and Oprah making 50 million dollars in 91 This 30 years ago. And now we see the Oprah that we see now with the production studio and the movies. And and we can't let Oprah be the only Oprah. (laughs) We can't have Beyonce be the only Beyonce. You know, Beyonce is Beyonce. Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson. Like we have to follow our passions. Those people follow their passions and that should inspire you to follow your passions. They have a lot of people who would hear this and be like, I hate Beyonce. I would never utter those words other than in a hater tone because that's my good sis. Y'all know I love me some B period. That's point blank period. But they do have people who feel like that. And to me, the people who feel like that about her, they look at her as if she just, they look at her as if we talk about her like she's something that she's not. Like, I remember one time somebody was like, you talk about her like she Jesus Christ. No, I don't. I talk about her like she's an inspiration because she inspired a generation of people to do stuff like she done that, like she did that. And she didn't say, let me be the only one, because, again, she was eight years old arranging people's vocals We wouldn't know who Latoya Lucky was. We wouldn't know Kelly Rowland. We wouldn't know Michelle if Beyonce said, oh, I like the same. And that's it. (laughs) We wouldn't know none of them. Think about it like that. Think about how, think about the possibility of your potential and who could benefit from it down the line. Like not only you and your family, but other people in their family, your community could benefit from it. And that's the part that I'm taking from it. It's like, I think that my community is going to benefit from my podcast. My community is going to benefit from me doing tarot readings. My community is going to benefit from me teaching y'all about self-healing and self-love. Like my community is going to learn from that. Somebody going to hear this episode and say, I'm going to work 1% on my passion this week. I'm going to work 1% on my passion today. I'm going to pour something into my passion today. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it in me to pour it in. I'm going to find that energy to pour into this. I'm going to find it. And when you do, you never have to say, oh, Sion said this. And Sion, y- y'all ain't got to do that for me. Y'all ain't got to do it for me. Just do it for you. Take these words in and listen. You can do this, man. If you believe you can do it, God already believed you could do it because, I mean, (laughs) you wouldn't have had the idea to do it if God didn't believe in you. You think that God just be giving people ideas for stuff and don't just leave? No. No, God know what he be doing when he give you your idea. He know what he's doing. It's on you to pour your energy into that idea. It's on you to back that idea, okay? And then I want to talk about the anxiety versus excitement. Cause that, that plays back into that perfectionism. It's like, we have this perfectionist idea and that's the, re- this is a part of the reason why I one take jig all my episodes and I, I, I get one take jig from currency. Of course, I just, I heard him say that in a song and I thought that was so funny and I loved it, but I get this from him and I, uh, uh, this is another thing I get from Oprah. Oprah did all of her shows live. I want to do this live. I want this to come out real and raw and authentic the first time. OK, so sometimes I did used to have an anxiety around me doing this because I am I was like, I'm going to get on a, a podcast and I'm not going to know what to say. All the words going to fall out. That's never going to happen to me because one thing I can do is have a conversation. <laughs> I learned how to read early. I learned how to talk early. One thing I can do is have a conversation. OK. But. I always I've, I've y'all know I've suffered with depression and anxiety and I've come to learn now that I was doing that and a big part of that was because I wasn't living in my truth I wasn't following my passions I wasn't living in my true purpose I had a purpose in life at that time but it wasn't my purpose it was my job's purpose and I I liked it and I adopted it and I went to I went with it it wasn't for me was not for me wasn't thankful for the stepping stone it wasn't for me But the anxiety, it's like, how are they going to perceive this? How are they going to take this? How are they going to accept it? How are they going to do this? But then it's also the excitement of, oh my God, my podcast is coming out. And I have that excitement every time I press stop, name the episode, put in the description, make my graphic. I have that excitement every time because... I'm passionate about my podcast and this is what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing. Like I say, y'all, this don't feel like work to me. So with y'all, when y'all get to y'all passionate, y'all feel that anxiety, take a deep breath and then think about how you would, re- like, how, how would you receive this if you were on the other end? Because that's what I had to start thinking about is that def- anxiety, first of all, lives in your mind. So you got to use a mind trick. You got to do a Jedi mind trick to trick your mind again. I'm going to talk about this. Um, I I just want to say this. A lot of the times for people who do have issues with anxiety. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. You control your mind. Your mind does not control you. It's harder to say than it is to live. But this is something. Trust y'all. I'm not making the no most sad episodes about anxiety, so don't even think I'm about to be giving y'all examples because I'm not talking about that like in full depth details and telling y'all all the horror stories that I've experienced due to anxiety. We're not even going to do that because y'all don't need to know that. Just trust and believe me. It's a mind trick and it takes practice and it is going to take practice. And that's why I say we have to start with the one percent pour the one percent into it because guess what if you know for a fact in your heart that you know something then you have no reason to feel anxious about teaching somebody about it you can transmute that anxiety into excitement sometimes your body has a hard time telling the difference between the two but anxiety underneath the difference is anxiety underneath all of that is fear excitement underneath all of that is happiness so that's the difference Right. You scared what you're scared of. That's how you get the anxiety out. All right. So that's what my creatives and my entrepreneurs. You have the anxiety wrapped around releasing this because you are fear that people won't receive it. Well, people are going to receive it how you give it. All right. Wrap your excitement in that. Pour your excitement into that. Don't pour your anxiety into that. Pour your anxiety into your notebook. Because then when you see it on paper, you're going to see that none of that shit don't make sense because at the bottom of it all is fear. And fear is living down there. All right. Another thing that I want to get into because I just jump right into the end result is that middle part and trust in the process. And we all here trust the process, trust the process. Y'all, the process takes patience. Pray for peace and patience and protection every day. Peace, protection. And patience every day, Lord Jesus. Oh, oh, <sighs> trust the process. I say trust the process because, guess what? That's where the fun is at. A lot of people say trust the process and they make it sound like, oh, because this is the struggle and that's the heart. But guess what? You're never gonna experience that struggle again. Make the best of it the first time around. Learn as much as you can. Fail. Because the more you fail, the more you learn. Trust me again, I've been in it I've, 10 years, y'all. 10 years. <laughs> so I can say this to y'all. The more you fail, the more you will learn. Every time I failed in my business, it made me go back to the drawing boards. Okay, if I failed like this, why did I fail? Where did I come up short? What can I do to not have this happen again? I'll say this when i start when I started iconic rubble, um I had a hard time with shipping. It's been ten years, and thank God the world has changed. Shipping is different now, but I did learn back then what my issue was so like a while back they like I used to have to get the orders, pack the orders, print the labels, do all of that. You know the legwork, I'm not complaining about it. I was so passionate about my t-shirt business. I didn't care. People are actually buying my shirts. I have to get these people their shirts out. I didn't have a car. So it was kind of hard for me sometimes to get to the mail, get to the post office. But I had a thing with me where I had a hard time asking people for help. That is masculine energy. We'll talk about that on another episode. I was not in my feminine energy. If I was in my feminine energy, then I would have been receptive to help. I wouldn't have been afraid to ask people for help. But the reason why I didn't used to do that again, anxiety, okay? Just all all down in there. And I've learned again. I've learned because you learn, you learn, you learn, and y'all gonna learn. But every, and it wasn't even a failure because that's not a failure. But this one time I remember I was just, Oh, OK, I started selling stuff on eBay, too. When I first started Iconic Rubble, I I would sell other things on eBay. And it's one time I sold this lady this bag and I had no motivation to go get it. Like, I never sent this lady her bag. I never did. I gave her her money back and then I sent it to her. I wrote her a letter and everything. And I'm just like, I apologized because time got away from me because I wasn't focused on it because I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. That That's just what it was. I, I did give her her money back, though, and she did get her bag, and hopefully she wore it and she loved it as much as I did. But anyway, that was just my example of one thing that I saw as a failure for me. It was a space in my business where I could definitely use some work. And then another spot was graphic designing. It took... I'm going to just tell you, I'm going to be really transparent now. I tried to find a graphic designer for at least seven of the years that was going to be able to give out my, like I was going to be able to tell them my creative vision and what I could see in my head and they would be able to give it back to me. And I didn't find that. And that's not to do with the people that I was working with. Well, it kind of was in some ways because a lot of graphic designers, they just left like they wouldn't tell me they didn't want to do the work or they didn't want to work with me. They would just leave, block me on Instagram, block me on Twitter, block my phone number as if I'm not trying to give them a job like I'm trying to give you my money and you're going to block me. All right, cool. I learned how to do stuff on my own then. It took me a long time to do it, but I did it. And now here we are. And that's me trusting the process. That's me living in the middle. I had to learn these things and I had to deal with these frustrations, but y'all seen y'all iconic rubble shirts. Y'all got y'all kind rubble shirts and y'all going to get some more iconic rubble shirts. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy now because of where I've learned now and I'm still in the middle. I'm still trusting the process. Like I'm still in the process. But I see the process and I see the work that I'm doing and I see the effort that I'm putting into it. And I see me following my passions and I see me putting my energy into that. Instead of me focusing on other people, I used to be Captain Save-A-Ho. I used to try to save everybody. I knew early on my purpose in life here, my life because I learned about my life path number and stuff like that when I was younger. Kind of forgot about it, got away from it. Now I'm back to it. I know a long time ago I was sent here to help. I was sent here to help. I kept saying I was sent here to help. So, yeah, I don't mind helping nobody. I was sent here to help people who God wanted me to help. I wasn't sent here to help every single person because a lot of the times I was trying to help people who was dealing with their karma. I was trying to save people from their karma. That's not for me to do. Jesus saves. I don't. That's not on me. Now. I still don't mind to this day helping anybody but if i have to give myself less than to help somebody (laughs) that ain't happening captain that ain't happening ain't don't care who he is ain't happening ain't ain't not doing it not pouring more into somebody than i am myself ever not doing it not helping nobody more than i'm helping myself like it was people that i was helping them more than they were helping themselves And that's when you end up getting used. Just throwing that out there. Because I'm not saying all of this to tell y'all don't help people. Because no, like I said, teamwork make the dream work. But when you're helping somebody with their dream, they have to be putting in the work too. They have to be doing the work for you to help them with. You assisting, not taking over. Like I assist. I don't, mm -mm. I'm the sixth man on the team. Don't ask me to be no point guard. That's not me. I'm not a center. I'm six man. I don't know, and I'm I'm using that I'm using that analogy, and I probably shouldn't because I really don't know that much about basketball. Love watching it, don't know that much about it. <laughs> Never was passionate enough to learn about it, but I like the games. It's interesting to watch, you know. Don't need knowing what the hell going on, but it's interesting to watch, child. Yeah. Um, and another bit of advice: while you are trusting the process and you are in the middle. Stay childlike in a sense that children see everything as an adventure and children want to learn and children want to explore. Keep that in mind. We get so far away from that becoming grown-up adults. That shit is whack, okay? Stay there. Stay in that mind frame. not saying stay childish and stay... Don't stay childish where it's like you just walking around and you're a big baby and you spoil. Right? That's it. No, not that stay childlike in the mind frame where you can use your imagination and you can um you're open to learning more you you have to be more receptive. A lot of a lot of us struggle with being receptive because we grew up in struggle so we have a hard time being receptive. Um but stay in that mind frame because the more you learn the more valuable you'll become trust me. Again, I know I said this a few episodes back. You'll never learn too much. Your 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 brain is not going to explode if you learn a lot. It's just, it's not going to happen. Your head might get a little big, but your head going to get big because your ego going to get big. So keep that keep that ego down. That's definitely another thing we're going to need to talk about. Um, keeping that ego down because that ego get people in the world of hurt and the world of trouble, child. Okay, so with that, stop being hard on yourself. Be be more gentle with yourself in that process and in that time period. Because yes, we want the instant success of those on Instagram. But again, Instagram is fake. A lot of stuff on Instagram is fake, okay? There's a lot of people who are are living their authentic life on Instagram. And there's more people who are not. So don't measure your success to that. Because again, you don't know them people. And you don't know what's going on behind. It's just like the Kanye documentary. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know what those people are doing. So stay in your lane collectively, stay in your lane, focus on your focus, water the seeds that you're planting. That's you trusting the process. Learn as much as you can learn, continue on watering your seeds because that's how your garden is going to grow. That's how you are going to grow your garden. That's how you are going to be abundant. Okay. That's how you're going to grow to be fulfilled. That's you. You are going to feel so full that all you can do is cry. Like, that's all you can do is cry. And you're going to cry. I don't care how old you is. You're going to cry because you're going to be so proud of yourself. And you're going to see it with your own eyes. When Solange said, I see things that I imagine, that's because she imagined it in her head. planted the, the, the That's planting the seed. And then continued on working on it, working on it, working on it, working on it, working on it. And that's watering your seed and working on your craft until you can see with your own two eyes those things that you imagine in your head. I just, that's, you can do it, alright? Like, you can do it. Like, I definitely believe in you. You believe in you. You believe in God. And with God, everything is possible. Trust me. Trust me. And... Knowing your passion, following your passion, that's gonna open so many doors for you. It's gonna always put you right where it's gonna align you with everything you need. It's gonna put you right where you need to be when you need to be there. It's gonna like that's how you align with your frequencies. And I've been saying one affirmation, I am aligning with the I am aligning. Wait, no, that's not what it is. I am vibrating on the same frequency as my desires That's the affirmation I've been using. I am vibrating on the same frequencies as my desires, which basically means that I am in alignment with those things that I desire. Everything that I desire desires me. I desire success and success desires me why because i'm it's in me it's been in me my whole life like it's been there i've been. I'm not just saying this because these are my own words. This is stuff that other people see in me. Sometimes we have a, a thing where we can't see our own light. And for a, a while, I couldn't see it. But other people around me could see my light and they'll be like, girl, you're going to do this and girl, you're going to do that. Most of those things have come to form. I am not a millionaire yet, but I'm working on it. That's That's been one big one that a lot of people just would tell me like, girl, you're going to be a millionaire. Oh, you're so smart. Oh, girl, you're going to be a millionaire. You like helping people so much people telling me that and I'm like okay well maybe that's how I'm gonna become a millionaire by learning as much as I can learn and then by helping as many people as I can help and I don't have to physically be there to help I can help y'all through me putting out this podcast because if one person hear this podcast and decide that I'm going to pour my energy into what I'm passionate about and I'm going to chase my dream I'm going to be inspired to do that then my I didn't fulfill my purpose in life. It's done, so it is. But I did not expect again this episode to be this song. Which I never go into these episodes thinking that they're gonna be an hour or well over an hour now. But I just I had to share this with you all, and I just want to leave you all with saying this: We are master manifestors. We vibrate on the frequencies of our desires. And that's why whatever is for you is for you and no one else can take what's yours. All right. You are always where you need to be when you are aligned with spirit. So if you are aligned with spirit, then have at it. The world is yours. Follow your passion. Follow your heart. God is in your heart. Follow it. Believe in yourself and believe that you can do it. And just wait, be patient and you're going to do it like you have to have patience with yourself. The patience isn't that you're you're being patient waiting on God. no you're being patient with yourself. You don't want to need the patience. God don't need the patience. God already know what's gonna happen. You need the patience, not God. okay That's why you're praying for patience. that's why you're praying for peace. that's why you pray for protection. Another one that I've been adding in is perseverance. I've been praying for perseverance as well because for a minute i I was having a hard time with my focus and what i what not necessarily with focus but what I was focusing on. So I had to persevere to get through this one thing so I can get to the next thing because I was trying to rush it. You have to have that patience and patience is a virtue. Patience is a fruit of the spirit for a reason. (laughs) Pray for patience. So I just want to close this out by saying I created a new book. It's a book of affirmations. It's a 30-day affirmation book. Every day is a different affirmation. You don't have to do, you do them however you want to do them. You can do all 30 affirmations daily if you want to, or you can do one affirmation every day for a week until you fully hear, hear it, feel it, believe it, see it. It's available in the link in my bio under Goddess Seance Publishing. So of course it's available on Amazon. I also have a self check-in workbook. Every day is pages where you can do a self check-in. You can check in with yourself. How am I feeling? What did I eat? Did I drink enough water? Did I take my vitamins today? Every day you can do these daily check-ins. It's a, it's a booklet that I'm, it's a workbook that I'm going to, that I work, that I'm saying that I'm working on. I've worked on it already. It's already printed. It's already ready to go. (laughs) It's a book that I created so that you can have it as a tool to use with your meditation. Um, because it's a way for you to, like I said, check in with yourself and then you can do your meditation and then take your notes and that way you can fully, you, it, it'll help you better understand yourself. So I have those. Those are out. Um, you know, shop gifts from a goddess. Get your shea butter. It's almost springtime. It's almost springtime. Let's get that skin right. It's almost skin time. Shop gifts from a goddess. If you all are interested in a tarot card reading, I am available for tarot. You can either book online or you can DM me on Instagram. Um, Definitely listen to Sonic League Radio if you haven't downloaded the app. We only have it for Apple products right now. But if you don't have an iPhone, then we do have sonicleagueradio.com. Or you can click the link in my bio because it's there as well. All the links are in my bio for anything that you want to do to support me. Whether it be listen to my podcast, buy one of my journals, listen to Sonic League Radio, buy me something off my wish list. Book a tarot card reading. It's in the link in my Instagram bio. So thank you all so, so much for following me. If you all love this episode, I would really, really appreciate it if you did do like ratings and reviews for me because that'll help me grow our community and more people will be able to get this message. So I really, truly appreciate that. Uh, Sending peace, love and healing to you all and patience. I'm praying for patience for y'all too. (laughs) I'm praying for patience for y'all too. All right. So thank you all for listening. Peace.